Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. If this podcast acts as a time capsule of the indie theater scene, then let it be known that in October of 2018, indie theater was not ignorant to or ignoring the state of affairs in the federal government of the United States. With a show by the name of Hitler's Tasters, New Light Theater Project's new production is not shying away from the terrifying yet very real comparisons that can be made between our current moment and the rise of the Nazi party in Germany. This is not hyperbole, and their production helps to show why, as well as what the repercussions could be. We had a great discussion about the ideas in their show. After a recent performance, I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. So I do love to start with everyone's name on the mic. So let me know who you are and what you did on Hitler's Tasters. Hi, my name is Sarah Norris, and I'm the director. Hi, my name is Mary Catherine Kopp, and I'm playing Hilda. I'm Michelle Collis-Brooks, and I'm the playwright. I'm Hallie Griffin, and I played Liesel. I'm Caitlin Page Longoria, and I played Anna. And I'm Hannah Mae Sturgis. I played Margot. And from the title, I think we kind of know where we're going. <laughs> and you're also very wrong, if you make that assumption, uh, which was fascinating to walk into. But I want to I wanna get it straight from the playwright's uh, voice. What is Hitler's Tasters? When you tell people, come and see my play, what are you telling them to come and see? Well, I'm telling them it's based on the true story of the young German women that were conscripted into service to be Hitler's food tasters. Um, they were tasting for poison, and so I let people know, you know, this was a real story, or based on a real story. Um, and I also say, it's not going to be exactly what you expect. <laughs> yeah, because uh, at the, I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but I also want to, I, I don't think it's too much to say that um, a lot of folks are making a, a lot of uh, very even-handed and um, scarily accurate comparisons between the United States in 2018 to Germany in the mid-30s. So those uh, comparisons are brought forth uh, a little bit stronger. Uh, is that, I'm, I'm guessing that's a big part of why this came to New Light Theater Project. Talk to me a little bit about producing this, like why this came out for you and why, why you're doing this at IRT right now. Well, it, 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 yes, it's incredibly relevant right now and it's hard not to see the script and say, oh, this has to be done right now because it's so raw and real and in our lives. Um, social media every day there's 20 articles and um, what I loved about it it, it also it was about young women and um, right away I was drawn to it and uh, wanted to work with Michelle I, I feel she really tapped into what it's like to be a young woman and then you start layering in war and death and um, even just the small things of does a boy think I'm cute? Like all of that, it's just, it's just so very real, um, and I think it's just so relatable, and that's what's kind of scary about it um, because these are girls we see in our lives um, every that's, day, and that's why I love the cell phones, which I don't think is giving anything away, but there's um, this great device of the girls holding on to cell phones and immediately, immediately you see the women that you pass on a daily basis throughout 
New York or wherever you go, wherever you go, people have a cell phone. Or you see yourself, you know, which is very true. Yeah, this really relatable characters that we see, that people that we feel like we recognize in our lives, and uh, you talked about these these different layers that you put onto it, and the layer that's on there that uh, makes it horrifying for me is nationalism, yeah. that mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. everything else is, you know, subsumed to. Yes. Um, can, as the actors performing these young women, um, I don't even know if I have a direct question so much yeah. as like I'm sure you see a lot of yourselves in these very relatable characters, right? Um, that's uh, that component though is terrifying. Right. Talk to me about inhabiting that. I think, um, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, they're girls and we're girls, and we'll always find something relatable to other to other women. And I think that that was what really drew me and I'm sure I, I'm sure other women here could agree to the script is the idea that my whole life I've been told these people are bad people but to step into these shoes yeah. these these girls are girls number one and number two we talked about how for their whole lives Hitler has been around probably and has been saying X Y and Z and these people are eating dirt and living in just the worst situations, and this man is promising good things to happen, and good things do happen, and then terrible things happen. But like, it's it's that it's that idea that these these girls just like want to yeah be I, hopeful, and and yeah. and that they are good people. They just are in a bad situation, right? And that sucks mm-hmm. for them. But I think we grew up being, you know, learning that they're bad and, and, it, and I don't think they are. I think they're just caught up in something that was greater than them that they had no control over, especially being women. Right. Well, the main thing, too, about you were talking about nationalism, about this idea that we were chosen, uh, the fact we say in the script that it's an honor to have this position and this job. So this whole thing about nationalism and about serving one's country, you know, that's a good thing. That's promoted as a good thing. And everyone can relate, I think, to wanting to do the right thing, especially if you're uplifted by society saying, you guys are actually now a top-notch character in this awesome goal. So good job, good for you, thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Welcome, and do your thing, and you're really helping us out. So this thing of, this feeling that these women um, are really helping serve their country, is a pride, is a wonderful thing. Um, and, and that's basic nationalism of connectedness. You know, we get you get united mm-hmm. by this teamwork of certain, you know, we, we, we get brought together mm-hmm. by this. And little do we know, the repercussions are actually horrifying, just not right in front of our eyes so we don't see it. Um, well, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, kind of going off of that, like we're giving, we're given this honor just as people contributing to a country, but I think as young women, that's what we want. Like, we want people to value us. We want to feel valued. We yes. want to feel like we're important and that we're doing something good because we're uncomfortable and we're worried about our hair and it's like <laughs> what, what our parents think of us and what this boy thinks, what our friends think of, what our sisters think of us and all of these things. And we're having the greatest thing in our lives at this moment, this great powerful person telling us that we're important, that we're worth something. And that is relatable. 
people saying that to us means something and it's scary it's so scary and it's like I mean I personally can't help but relate it to today like you know there's so many people that I've I know in my life that feel important now and they didn't before and that makes me sad but that and and scared and worried and I'm like come see this play like come read something watch something I don't even know and I I feel that way too uh, bridging what you just said about relating it to today with social media and how people can have millions thousands millions whatever followers and they're 15 in the middle of nowhere in the US somewhere but they have all these people that are liking them and commenting them and and it's yeah it's making them it's like you're right it's, it's pointing them out as all the perfect things about them or all the things that are special about them but I think what's brilliant and Michelle said it before about um like bringing in the cell phones into this particular story is you know like since cell phones came around with the selfie camera and stuff like young women's self-esteem has like plummeted you know and so Mm -hmm. I think that's another element of this particular story of these young women that have a powerful person telling them they're special and important and they stand out from the rest Mm -hmm. and yet they're constantly Michelle has said it before scrutinizing themselves and you know are pinned against each other too at the end of the day against other women and you know they're being told that they're doing that they're special and they're important but at the same time they might die at any meal. They're expendable. (laughs) They're completely disposable. And that's what's really heartbreaking about it, and that's what's heartbreaking about their determination to get through it and try to be positive about it. Um, And I think that, uh, yeah, anyway, I think that, (laughs) I just lost the thread of what I was gonna say. I hope you're gonna edit this. (laughs) I'm a much better writer than than I am a speaker. Then on to but it's the idea that they're doing this thing for a country that for so long has been just crapped on. I mean, they Germany was in a terrible place, and for this man yeah. to come and to sweep up adults, which, like, of course, adults understand, but children for the first time were mm-hmm. being told that they can contribute to their country, that they can That's make so their true. country proud, and they can... I mean, when we were researching, I watched this um, documentary about the Nazi youth, Mm -hmm. and never before has has there really been a movement like that, Mm -hmm. where they've been like, you are needed, you are important, Mm -hmm. you will wear these uniforms, these uniforms are beautiful, Mm -hmm. you are brave, you are strong. Yeah. Going off of that, in the documentary, which was about an hour long, they talked about women for maybe three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. if that. that. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but... I think that idea of nationalism is what inspired these children who were starving. They were all and given a job. Their parents mm-hmm. just in the depths of despair and being pulled out of that was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. But to, I would love to push from here mm-hmm. and see what y'all think about this. And I hope I'm. This is not going to go it's the bad. wrong direction. Okay, um, let's do it. <laughs> I'll push you back. What is? I mean, I guess you know we're we're finding a lot of sympathy for these characters and sympathy for the plight and sympathy for the position that they were in and understanding how they could fall victim to essentially propaganda and lies yeah. and uh, yeah these terribly manipulated into these awful awful things mm-hmm. where is the line between these women and hope hicks kirsten nielsen ivanka trump right uh, where uh, uh, kellyanne it, conway where's the difference where's the where's the line they're grown-ups they're grown-ups and they have mm-hmm. seen other things in the world and there may be things that they don't agree with 
and they have a, maybe have another point of view and maybe it's religiously based. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. But I would say, at the risk of being political to them, uh, be very careful. Because like with these girls, as we've seen from a leader that has too much power, first he goes after the other and makes everyone the other. And eventually he eats his own. You're the other. Eventually yeah. everyone becomes the other, just like Hitler did to these girls, just like he did to the Germans in the end, scorched earth policy. Mm -hmm. So be careful about being too much of a believer because that never works out very well. And frankly, there's no excuse. These women didn't have Google. That's right. Yeah. These women didn't have computers. <laughs> These women didn't have libraries that they could go to and get free actual information. Awareness. Yeah. We do. We have no excuse. They had all that these women had were what our parents told us, mm -hmm. what the flyers on the walls told us, what our teachers told us, the what the reels. screaming man on the radio told us. And like they that's, all believe the same thing. And it's like, you know, we might question that or, or whatever, but like that's all we had. That's all they had. And it was all censored yeah, as well. So exactly. what we did see was made sure it went through the Reich first. Yeah, so there's, there's no comparison. And if anyone stepped out of line, they took your neighbor, they took your mother, they took your maid, they took, if you were out of line, you're out. So nobody stepped out of line after a while. You didn't even have to be out of line to be reported on. Mm -hmm. Right. You yeah. could just maybe have an old beef with your neighbor about the hedge and they'd be like, oh, did you know I think our neighbor's a Jew. Yeah. I think it's very interesting yeah. how one of those characters describes how she got into this job. I really loved that component. Yeah. Like as yeah. a really good throwback to that yes. idea. So. You answered that question exactly how I was hoping you would. And uh, so I'm glad I didn't step into like a big pile of dog shit. Right there. Um, so, I mean, what do we do, right? You know, it, it's a lovely, lovely piece of theater and we're doing it in the middle of the West Village. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's not to disparage it in any way. That's not to say like, I hate that whole like, we're preaching to the choir, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the choir needs to pray. Like, yeah. we, we desperately need it right now. But what do we do? Like, what is theater doing? What is this play doing? What do you want this play to do? <laughs> and everyone's pointing at MK, because she's got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for yelling. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not sorry at all. Um, okay, so one of the biggest things, I mean, obviously, like, we have to vote, and we're a group of young women on this stage, or a group of women in this, in this team, and like, I, like, so I am a college-educated white woman from an upper-middle-class family, mm -hmm. and like we saw the statistics of majority of college-educated upper-middle-class white women voted for Trump, and not myself included. Um, and I, but like and so that to me is you know what you're talking about of people don't have resources. We have resources now. There's no excuse, blah blah blah. But still, educated people who come from this this privilege or whatever or like the system is helping them still are you know, they still are programmed this way or still fall into these things and don't question these things. So I think like me personally, I'm taking this and I'm, I'm, I'm inviting everybody that I possibly know to come and to start enjoying this conversation with me mm -hmm. and to remind myself that I can do better. Um, and working with all women is incredible, but we're still mostly white women. And that's a whole other conversation that like, I feel like is important to have and just keep promoting that. And I'm just getting, I'm shaking now, but, <laughs> but you know, I just think it's important to like continue the conversations and to, and to do more and to just always do more. There's always more to be done, especially yes. women that have this platform and like literally a stage right now. Mm -hmm. We can do more. Yes. And I, I'm just going to say really quickly that I, uh, I think that if 
yes, of course, theater, you generally get certain type of person who may sort of already be on the same page. But I think what we hope that people will walk away with is just to be mindful, mm -hmm. to not say like, Oh, things will get better. Mm -hmm. Oh, it'll all be okay. Mm -hmm. It all comes out in the wash. Every other people will vote. Mm -hmm. I think it's just mm -hmm. a reminder to be aware of complacency. Check mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Check yourself. Complacency, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. What we can do now is just tell everybody we know and explain to people why this is important. You know, for me, like, I'm from Texas. Um, <laughs> period <laughs> um, and like my m my family's coming in to see this and that's important to me mm -hmm. because I know we don't agree on the same things mm -hmm. not everything you know if we some you know you know um, and so I know that like my family is telling everybody that they know about this play mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they're sharing it with everyone mm -hmm. they know and my family is big, and then they're sharing with their coworkers, and like people are researching what this play's about, mm -hmm. and that is incredible to me. And then they'll witness this, and one, I, I mean, I I know that they'll want to share this, and so it's going to be spread over. And like so many people have come from all over to see this play, mm -hmm. and Michelle has done a beautiful job spreading it, and you know, doing it in LA, and like, I mean, it's just it's getting it's going places, yeah. and people need to create more art like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important. Mm -hmm. And but it is and it's also happening. Like people are doing this right. stuff. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome, you know? Yeah, I also think it's like, yes, we we are we can and we are doing all these things that we're talking about, but it's also like I'm also like try I try very hard to be like, but let's give ourselves credit where credit is due. We you have written a beautiful piece. You have mm -hmm. workshopped it. You have done production of it before. You've moved it here. We didn't we, we have an all-female team like that's incredible mm -hmm. that's a big that's a big thing it shouldn't be Sarah said this earlier we were talking about this it shouldn't be a big deal that it's an all-female team it is and like we did that and that's amazing to say and I wear that so proudly mm -hmm. and like I wear this production so proudly and I am so touched by all these people and like we've done a great we've, we've done and are doing a great thing here and I just hope that this is just the beginning of this show's journey mm -hmm. is, is sort of my dream mm -hmm. for this. And it makes you feel things too. <clears throat> like it's, I mean, it's it's art, you know, so it's beautiful and there's movement and there's beautiful tech and like the words are just, they're poetry at points, you know, and I think that is what makes it different than going and reading a book about whatever or reading right. a doc well, Exactly. Thing, right with the news, I mean, we're all bombarded <clears throat> with stories and information all day long. And I don't know about you, but I can't feel a thing mm -hmm. half the time. Mm. It's just information yeah. being thrown at me and yeah. thrown at me and talking heads and, and blah, blah, blah. And the, and, the, yeah. and the polls yeah. change from second to second. Yeah. But yeah. when you get into the theater, yeah. you can feel something Oof. and you know it connects to something bigger than you. Yeah. And yes. I think that's the point, yes. is to feel something mm -hmm. again. Yes. And this is such a beautiful space that we have because it's intimate theater. So it's small, so we're all in it. Mm -hmm. Like, we were talking about that's where we really meet and talk is the space between the audience and the actors. It's what's said and how it hangs in the air and then how they receive it. Mm -hmm. And so what it is, um, you were saying earlier, I feel it's like what, what can we do is exactly what we're doing is mm -hmm. share the, the creation of this play. Because what it is doing is it's holding up a mirror and it's saying, can you handle it? 
here's what we're doing. Check yourself, you know, check yourself like a selfie. See your, see your actions. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, if you, are you aware to see your actions and then still be okay with it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's checking your moral compass saying, okay, so you are doing these things for the betterment of your country in quote fingers and look around in the whole scheme and say, is it for the betterment of your country? And then how you cope with that truth is first recognizing that the truth may make you incredibly wrong, so that's scary. But then it's like, what do you do with that information? So all we can do is drop the information and people will take it how they will, but I'm grateful to be a part of this to like share the information. Absolutely, yeah. Well, this is why we do independent theater, y'all. Yes. Uh, thank you so much <laughs> for beautiful right. work. Uh, the show is Hitler's yeah. Tasters. We are at the IRT Theater. Uh, you run through when? October 27th. Tickets and more information can be found at? NewLightTheaterProject.com. E-R or R-E? E-R. Good radical. question. Radical. Yes. 313 episodes in, I've learned something. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle, Sarah, Hallie, Mary Catherine, Caitlin, and Hannah for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch Hitler's Tasters at the IRT Theater, 154 Christopher Street in Manhattan through October 27th, 2018. Head to Project.com, that's theater with an E-R, for a link to tickets and more information. And just in case you're listening to this podcast episode on the day that it's released, Friday, October 12th, 2018, and you are not yet registered to vote in the state of New York, today is the deadline. Get online to register. You can do it on your computer. Just search Register to Vote NYC. You'll find it. Not sure if you're registered? Head to voterlookup.elections.ny.gov and confirm that you are. Just please vote. They say every election is the most important one of your lifetime. This time, it's really actually true. Thanks to you for listening into this podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gainio. You can find me on the internet at robertgainio, G-O-N-Y-O dot com. Until next time, go see a show and make sure you vote. That was awesome! That was amazing. That was You're so yourselves, I hope. You should interview us all the time. Happy to, anytime.